Welcome back to another episode of the CDK and Horatio podcast, man. What are we doing? Episode 25, we are on the road to 400. Horatio, how you Ooh, feeling? 25, 25, my brother. How you doing, man? Uh, we're back. We're podcasters. Of course we're going to... Bro, I'm so tired of them goddamn videos. We got to make a video like that, man. We're podcasters. Of course we're going to talk about women and whatever, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> how you feeling? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling? Oh man, I'm feeling amazing, man. Like I like how you started the pod with with that with the, with the trends and shit, man. You, no, you bro, don't like I'm it? I'm gonna tell you, I hate. No, I hate it. I'm gonna tell you why. Because it's no look. The first couple times it's actually funny and interesting, right? But then when you keep reusing it, people are saying, "Of course, of course." That's one thing I hate. Like use different words. And two, it's not original. It'd be like, "Hey, I'm from Nashville. Of course we got potholes." It's like everybody has potholes. Like it's like some stuff is not. <laughs> It's not specific to where you're from. And the more I see it, it's like, all right, now. It just becomes kind of corny. But that's just with any social media trend. But we're going to do one. We're going to do one regarding this podcast. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> make sure y'all follow the page to keep in. Uh, we're going to make sure we get a video. Um, but, yeah, man. What's up? What you got? Uh, the first thing I want to start the podcast off with. Okay. How do you feel about people? I think intention versus impact. I feel like we talked about this a little bit before. How do you feel about people using the word little or small when they're referring to anything dealing with you? Oh, I see the little, I see that little podcast you got going on. I see a little, that little job you got. Okay, nice little car. Does that bother yeah, you? Okay. Um, it. I point. I point it out, right? Because now it's a thing. Like now, if you say it, if you say it, it's like it's kind of known that you. It's not hating, but it's kind of used for that. And obviously, you can see the people that that do that. It's like little small like things that they can like jump in there, but. If anything, you got to point it out now. You got to be, oh, damn, I ain't know I had a little podcast. Or I ain't know I had a little job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anytime that somebody says that it's a little window into seeing how people truly feel, like, that's the good thing about communication, bro, is that people can't put up fronts for too long. Like, when you're talking to people, yo, like, especially if you're somebody who's trying to actively grow and stuff like that, people can't hold, you know what I'm saying? Like, people's real... Uh, intentions, like you said, will will shine, will come through. What you think about that? You get a lot of people saying, "Yo, I see your little hosting. I see your little, you know, what I'm saying your, your little website." <laughs> I mean, that should be pissing me off. Like, it, it really bothers me, and it bothers me when people refer to them, refer to themselves as that as well. Like, you know, oh, I have a small business. That's just or, sad. That's yeah, just like, sad when you say, "Oh, I have a little business," or, they, or, or people say like this, you know, just us little folks over here. You be like, "Oh my gosh. yeah, like. <laughs> And and I had to understand. I also had this conversation because I, I pointed it out to somebody, and they said, "Well, everybody that is, doesn't aspire to um, be the biggest this or that. They're okay and they're comfortable with their little job, business. their their small yeah, yeah. business, and they're mm -hmm. fine with that. They don't aspire to have this huge, crazy goal." And and, and then to me, I just think that's I think that's bullshit. I I don't I can't understand or. Or get in my mind as to why people wouldn't want to aspire to be the best thing that they could possibly be at whatever they're doing and putting hundred and ten percent effort into whatever they're doing. But I'm an extremist. Do you feel right. like there should be some balance to that and that's okay? Or do you feel like people should go hard? It's a little bit of a balance because when we talk about this too, like when you go and you chase, I was actually watching that um, Twenty One Savage interview. He talks about it a little bit like when you chase and you try to get and you try to get a, a lot of success. After a while, it's like you have to, you really do have to balance it. Cause after a while, you'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I got all this stuff. I got no time left. I'm booked up all the way to the, you know what I'm saying? I can't really enjoy it. So it's a good, 
it's a it's a it's a good balance. But what I don't like is a lot of times a lot of people will talk themselves out of it. Like we said, like oh, like this is my little thing or whatever. Like constantly talking about how broke you are, constantly talking about how like I be like, bro, you don't realize like you putting like a spell on yourself. Like I saw a video talking like, oh man, it's a recession, you know, like and it, it was trying to be funny. But I'm like, bro, you talking yourself. It, like mirroring yourself as like into to poverty or like you know what I'm saying like being broke or I'm like so anytime I see that I'm always be like that's your bro that's your ass I'm up <laughs> I don't up. care wh- I'm up I don't care what position I'm in I'm up all the time not because I'm trying to like fake it but you gotta be man you really can't you really can't let yourself dip down to talking low about yourself because me bro man I'm telling you like especially younger. Nobody could hurt my feelings because I would do the I would do it better than you could any any day of the week, bro. I could talk about myself real lowly and make I'll make like and my girl hates when I do that when I talk about myself in like a negative way because I'll go hard, bro. And it's sad, bro, because only you can really hit the spots that you know can really hurt. So when you talk about yourself in a negative way like that, man, you really got to change that because it your outer reflection or whatever it mirrors your inner. You know what I'm saying? So you really like will be broke if you keep talking about that. But yeah, um, yeah, good time, man. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, and you know, we we got through the whole episode last week without talking about relationships, but I want to go ahead and jump right into one. Okay, men hit the wall too. You know, there is a a a, a, a small section on the internet where men talk about women getting past thirty or thirty-five or forty, and then them hitting the wall per se, like they can't find a man because. Um, maybe they have kids or whatever, right? But men hit the wall. Now, we always talk about, or it's always in that vein of like, oh, well, when you get older, you can be like the cool, you know what I'm saying, salt and pepper. But but that's not cool, man. We know a lot of men that have hit the wall. Old, they don't got no lady. They've been, they've been they fought the streets. They've been, you know what I'm saying, fucking everything that moves, bro. And I'm telling you, and we make it seem cool, but I'm telling you, I've seen men my grandfather was one of them type of men, right? A, a bachelor all the way up until he died. Always got, got a new girlfriend. Always got a new, bro, and that's hitting the wall too, bro. Because you're not focused on what you're doing. We said in this podcast that the the highest value of a man is a man that's on his shit, right? It's a guy that's on his purpose. That's the most attractive that a guy can be. So I know that we always talk about relationships, or whatever, and we always kind of get at the women for having these bad ideas. But as a man, you don't want to find yourself older alone. You know what I'm saying? In that same situation, like, constantly having to buy women, constantly having to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, put yourself out there all the time. But that's not cool either. So I want to showcase that, that men hit the wall, too. And, fellas, we have to get, especially, like, the red pill, uber masculine, alpha male type of guys, they love that idea of, well, you ain't woman when I was 16, 18, 25, now I'm 45, and I got all the bread. Like, bro, get out of that, too, bro, because that, you still putting um, a woman on a pedestal. I, I, I really think, maybe because I'm getting older, I'm really starting to see, like, maybe I should get a family. <laughs> maybe I should, like, start a whole thing because after a while, you'd be like, damn, man, you don't want to hit the wall like 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 how older women have, right? I mean, you know, it sucks, but there are a lot of women that are, like, saying, like, I'm telling you, CDK, I have been diving into the realm of TikTok and of content that is married women who like oh man i want my my husband back i was fucked. I, I know that's fucked up but it's like i like that because it's like damn, damn. but we don't talk about for real it's oh man it, oh man you want to feel good about yourself 
Go watch that. But I'm telling you, men hit the wall too, and we don't talk about it. We make it seem like cool, like everybody's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. No, bro. No. You're going to be the old dude in the club. You know how many times we don't went? I went to a party that you was hosting one time back in the day, and this girl had this old dude hitting on him, and she was like completely like grossed out. And I was like, oh, man, you don't want to be that guy. But then they make it seem like being the old guy, all the young women flock to you. So men hit the wall too. What do you think about that? I think that um, it comes from when you said you didn't want me when I was 16 and 18. 18 I think it stems from that. The reason mm-hmm. why I've gotten to the age to where I want to kind of settle down, get the family, all that other type of stuff, is because I've been outside outside since I was 18 and I'm now 25. It gets right. old. But when you, ever, when you have an experience getting women where you want to, getting, having the access to women like you want to, you, you, you constantly chase it because of the ego booster, for one. Two, the, 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 the being scared to commit is also a thing. Um, and then also feeling like you haven't found the perfect person, but nobody's going to be perfect to you. It's just what you can tolerate. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of relationships boil down to when you get older. How much can I tolerate you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I think there's the balance of all three of those things put together. And um, especially for men, I have people that I know that do stuff like that. They just cannot get it together. And this is like, I can't be that guy. Yeah. I cannot be that guy. Just because having a stable woman behind you, and I tweeted this, or I posted it on Facebook, having a strong woman behind you will change your life. And until I got one and really understood, like, why it's important to have a woman that really understands you, can help you grow mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you never understand how much of a different man you will be once that woman walks into your life. But you got to right. let her. Right, absolutely. And I think you pointed out something that was great, which said being scared to commit. I think that's a problem that we a lot of guys have because of, like, the grass is greener theory. Like, we, bro, I mean, that's just a human being's period. Like, we always think that there's something better that is right there that we, we just haven't seen it yet, right? Now, now granted, there's um, growth, but there's so much better to grow with the, with the same person around the same people, with your friends around, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so that you can have that, like, oh, the grass really won't that green. I just needed to just become a better version of myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, damn, bro, did we get the better days to come really early? God, we're talking positive. God, All right. Yeah, we are. But now I'm about to switch it up. God, what you got? <laughs> Yo, have you ever heard of somebody getting kicked out of church? No, kicked out of church. That's supposed to be yeah. where you're supposed to be let in. <laughs> yeah, well, nah, Miss, dear Miss Brooke. The church sent her a letter and said she got to revoke her oh, access to being a member. That. I saw that. <laughs> it was because she was cheating on her husband or something like that? All right, so there's three reasons why. So, first of all, they gave her her tithes and offering back. They sent her her $500 check back That's to a her. real church. Now that's, a re- <laughs> now, that's, now, that's not a broke church. See, I don't like broke churches, all right? That's a real church. They said, look, we're going to cut ties, literally, and we're going to give your tithes as we cut them. Yeah, Ma, go ahead. No, that's funny. So, so Brooke, the first thing that you, like you said, this is, uh, I, name of church doesn't matter. Anyway, oh. so the first point that they cut out was the fact that she initiated the divorce with her husband and she wanted to initiate a new relationship. So she feels like that they, the church feels like she doesn't want to have her family put together. I was like, okay, that's a little personal. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really on board with that one. But the right. second one was you have posted ungodly things on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you have talked down on multiple of our members, distracting them from what's going on in church, which is us Mm. supposed to be praising the worshiping. Now, that right right there, I agree with point number two. You cause a ruckus, now you mess with people that ain't even in your family. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the third point was we've tried to have counseling with you and the pastor, you and your husband, 
you have not attended or responded to go to any of the things so that we could help you. So mm-hmm. that's where I was really reeled in when I said, okay, cool. I understand now because the church tried to give you help. Now you're, charged, you're, you're causing ruckus and, and being a disruptance to the congregation because, you know, like we said before, black people love drama. So they're mm-hmm. invested into what you got going on with other members you talking about on Facebook or whatever else. And then you're destroying your family while also messing with other man that's probably in the church. That's how they know. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. that, it's just too much going on. So I'm not going to lie. I stand on the side of Standing on business, church standing on yeah. business. I, I I appreciate it. Let yeah, her go. Shout out to that church because a lot of people, just like anything else, a lot of people forget that when you go to church, it's like a it's something that's supposed to help you. Like some people we just get into it's like a social club. Now you just now you fucking people in the church. Now you're going on dates. Now it's like whoa whoa whoa. We're supposed to be here to be for the Lord. <laughs> We're supposed to be here to be trying to get something, trying to like build your family. So shout out to that church for actually like like you said standing on business, like standing on what they deem as business for their church. Um, a little bit too personal, like the, the first one. I, I yeah. gotta agree with you on that. But other than that, I mean, shit, it's not like they're doing their job. Um, but let's move on, bro. That's crazy getting kicked out of church, man. You know how crazy you gotta be. Church ain't a damn social club, all right? We talked about that last week. Um, okay, like I told you, I was watching 21 Savage anyway, right? He brought up a, yeah. a point that I wanna discuss, talking about how, and we kinda just talked about it, um, when, you, when, when you have a lot of success and we have a lot of money, it's harder for you to give your kids that time. So you basically said that broke parents, parents that aren't, you know, at the 1% level or whatever, are better parents um, because they have the, not necessarily the the OD resources, but they have the time and, you know, that's pretty much all the kids need. What do you think about that as far as, like, balancing that time and the hustle aspect of, like, being a parent? Because I guess, I mean, I I think we both, I, I was raised where, my parents came home every day, like it was. They went to work every day, so it wasn't like I didn't get to see them. But you know, they worked a, a regular job and didn't really have like the 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 other times where you would be hustling. The times that's not nine to five, they were pretty much at the crib. So, and I, you know, turned out fine. So, what do you think about that? I think I had the perfect childhood in the sense of my mom told me early in my childhood, and I didn't get it at the time that she decided to work from home and have a home daycare versus working for a big company corporate or being a coordinator or whatever the case may be to be able to. And she attended every ceremony I had, every awards, every anything that I had going on games. She never could not. She never was in the situation where she could not come do the work. She would take the kids with her or whatever. They make it a field trip to go to whatever the school. And most of the kids went to my school as well or whatever the case may be. So it was her being able to be available to not only be at the school, but to go to the PTA meetings and know how we talked about before the village of knowing every single teacher on a personal level, not only because she's an educator, but because she spends that time at the school. Oh, hey, Miss Cornegay, da 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 da. Or having that open door relationship to where when I had uh, difficulties in my educational journey, my principal could talk to her one on one and she did that because she has such a strong relationship with my mom because she was available. Um, even my dad, like he also had a flexible schedule to where they could coach my games. They could coach the sports that we we're in. My, he, he coached uh, my brother's track. And, and then like, he was also around for my baseball, like my whole journey. So having parents that were super hands-on with me uh, created this open door relationship that we have as adults because we, we laugh about small things that we experience together um, outside the household of like them just raising me. I think I think hands-on parents are a little bit overrated. A, a little bit overrated. You everybody always talks about. Everybody always talks about. Oh, you can come to my game or, man, is that that big of a deal, yo? The yes. game. 
Oh, yes. no, it's not, man. No, it's not, man. How many times? I, I was never that kid that was like, oh, I hope my, I was like, I want y'all to come pick me up after. Don't come and see me. I felt like I was one of them kids, like, I don't want y'all to see me with my friends. Like, let me be over here with them and I'm going to do my thing and then I'm, y'all can come pick me up or come to the tail end. I was never, that, especially when I got in band. Oh, man, I did not want to put my parents through that. They don't, they don't know nothing about that music, all that stuff. And then, you know, they got to act like they care. I'd be like, nah, go home. Like, chill out. So I was never that type of like, oh, you didn't come to my game. But maybe since I had that option, then, you know, if you don't have the option, you're like, oh, no, anybody come to my game, anybody show up. So I get that. Also, you said you had a home daycare. Boy, yeah. y'all grocery bill was crazy. crazy, crazy. <laughs> hey, home used to daycare. Food nah, for real. See, and that's what kind of got me into this. Like, I was just like used to noise, like kids and just ruckus like so now like that's for a long time i couldn't function in silence like i think i'm not gonna lie that was the biggest i think thing that happened to me when it came to, ed- to education and focusing because uh-huh. i had to learn to focus with so much going on around me that when right. it was just dead silence i'm like god damn somebody clap scream <laughs> do something what the fuck like that shit was driving me insane bro like i could not deal with that shit that shit was killing me bro no, but you know what though i've been with you and when you're hosting and it's a lot going on and you still be paying attention to the music and like hitting the cues, I'd be like, bro, how do you keep up with all this stuff? Like I, I'm com- the complete opposite. I love silence. Anyway, but, but that's crazy though, man. Y'all fucking y'all everything with home daycare, bro. You gotta. All right. Um, bro, Stanley cups. What? Okay. Hold on. When did Stanley cups become like, Drug paraphernalia. You see that? You see that thing where a lady stole like three thousand dollars worth of Stanley cups and they put it on the roof of the police car like it was bricks. And stuff. I'm like, yo, again, we talk about trends. This is how you know that nothing has value other than the value that we give it. Because these mm-hmm. cups are as cheap. bro. These cups are being made for a dollar, are probably less than three dollars at the most. But the value that us as humans give certain things, it's ridiculous, yo. And it's so crazy that we can, like, say this cup, because, you know, the cup was um, found in a, in, a, in a car that was um, on fire. And oh, it still had this the ice in the water. Cup. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot but, about that. I forgot all about that. Yeah, and it still had the ice in the water in it. So from that video, people was like, oh, I got to give me one of these cups. And, I'm, bro, come on, man. Like, it's just crazy how we put value on things that are not that big a deal. And then, and then they become a thing. Like, now people are stealing these cups. Cups that you can get from Walmart, Target. Just regular cups, but now that they have a brand on it, it's crazy. Um, so just look out for that, man. Like, realize, like, some of the stuff don't really have the value that we're giving it. And you don't got to necessarily go that way just because of the name or because of the story behind it. Then, yeah, too, man, I saw the dude tackle after he was trying to steal him. Bruh, stop trying to be Superman at Walmart. Kmart, Target, you putting your life at danger because you never know what these people got. Obviously, they come yeah. to the store to steal. They can have anything on them. You really about to put yourself in harm's way over a job that you're not getting paid for. It's somebody's job. It's security, whatever it can be. Mm-hmm. And the lady in the background was like, stop him. Stop him. Yeah. I'm like, bro, no. Why? And she, and you know what? Women say that. Women come, bro, listen to this real quick. They always say, they always direct you to do something that they're not going to do. Stop him. Hey, somebody needs to hurt this guy. You go, you do it. <laughs> you do it then. If you want to, come on now. Stop, bro, but you know what, them, you're talking about bystanders. Bystanders trying to stop and trying to stop crime from happening is wild. That's one, because it's like, I don't care. But to me, even the security guards, 
Bro, let him walk out of here, bro. Like, I'm not tripping over something that's not that big of a deal, man. Like, in, in the grand scheme of companies, they're not losing anything, bro. When I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods, bro, we, I saw this dude come in. He had, like, a regular shirt on, right? Like a, like mm-hmm. a jacket on. This dude came out. He went, took stuff in the dressing room. This dude came out padded. I mean, you could tell he got all his stuff on. He's like... He put it on and just about to walk out. I saw him and I didn't say anything because if I would have said, "Hey, sir, excuse me, man, what are you doing?" and he would have stabbed me. <laughs> I'm like, now, now what? Now what? Dick uh, Sporting is gonna do? Send a, a special bouquet to my funeral and what? And nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. They and I also learned through loss prevention. They they already have that type of stuff. So, chill out, man. Chill out. Let people steal. I I'm I'm always letting people steal out of stores because it's more it's more where that came from. Uh, what you got? Get your tags done. Fucked around and found out. Inspired tags are nothing to play with, man. Almost got my car fucking <laughs> impounded. Talking about this last week, how it's easy to go to jail. <laughs> He's finally gonna jail. This some old shit. This some old shit. I didn't even get my okay. tags done. So uh-huh. I was on the way to Maryland to host the show. I was maybe like twenty minutes out. I drove all the way from North Carolina. Mind you, it's like five hours. So uh-huh. I get, and he pulls me over. And I had just bought this car, so I really didn't know anything was wrong. But you know, uh-huh. like, you got to get your stuff in order. So he was like, your car is unregistered. You don't have insurance. But I had switched my insurance over. It was just I didn't have the new insurance card on me. And, uh-huh. yeah, so that was what it was. How did you and, get pulled over? You got pulled over f- from, from him looking at the at the Yeah, for, for having inspired tags. So oh, I'm like, man. all right. So then he's like, uh, yeah, so he's like, Stay right there for a second. He's gone for like 30 minutes. I'm like, bro. He was like, I got good news and bad news. And he hands uh, me the citations. He's like, the good news is I'm not going to impound your car. And I'm looking around like, you was about to impound my car for what? <laughs> I just bought this car in January. It's only right. August. How in the mm-hmm. world? Like, don't you have a year? I was I was like legit confused. And he could tell I was confused. Like, he was like, yeah. he's not bullshit. Like, he really just don't know what's going on right now. Uh-huh. And I handed him the the thing from CarMax. I'm like, nah, bro. I just bought this car. Like, not off somebody. I got it from CarMax. Like, What's going on? So he says, no, when they gave you the car, they gave you a temp sticker that mm-hmm. was up in March, but you had to, like, go online and pay something else. Because, you yeah, know, they give you the option to transfer your tags over a pay, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, um, oh, so I just didn't do that part. So I had to go fix all of that. And he was like, it's still the fact that I had to go to court over registration, just just paperwork, just dumbass you know what's paperwork. So crazy? You know what's so crazy? They'll make it sound like going to court is, like, small. They'll be like, okay, yeah, you just got to just go in there and just tell them that. And, like, I'm like, no, why don't I just not do it? Like, you already know the story. Why yeah. just not do it? It's like, they go, well, I mean, just go to them and tell them what you're telling me. It's like, but I'm telling you right now, you got the control <laughs> to not do this. And the difference between you and me is that you really didn't know. I would have known the whole time. I would have known that I had to do this and I didn't do it. And I'm sitting there bullshitting with the guy like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, you got me. I, I, I'm getting mad at him even though I know for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I'm good for that, bro. And you know what's the good thing about you too, bro? You love a good drive. Bro, CDK, I, man, I, I mean, you don't like driving, but you will put up a drive, bro. I cannot. I, a long drive, bro. I can't. Five hours, four hours. I'm like, uh. I'd be too paranoid, man. Because I like to smoke. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff is illegal. Bro, yeah. oh, that stuff is illegal. <laughs> um, I can go to bed as it come, bro. Yeah, let's get to it. All right. Um, okay. My bed as it come this year is that 2024 is the year of truth. There's a lot of things coming out, man, that from behind the scenes that maybe the average person wouldn't know that we're really um, getting exposed to um, this year. 
So, hey, man, get your shit in order, yo. This is the perfect time to be truthful, all right? Uh, you know, I advocate for not lying, even though, I, I like we just I discussed, I would have lied to the cop. But I try, I, I really do try not to lie, man, because you never want to get caught in a lie, bro. And that's the worst feeling. But this year, bro, I'm telling you, get your shit together. Stop lying, because this year is a year of truth, and it's going to come out. Promise you. What you got? A shortcut is a downgrade to our quality of life and a delay to our quality in life. Uh-huh. We talk about uh, a lot of times we, we, we take these shortcuts in life, whether it has to get to a faster place, you don't have the patience, you don't have the work ethic to get to where you want to go. But when you're doing that, you're, you're losing the nutrients that you need along the way um, to build your character and help you sustain it. I was watching a sermon and they were talking about um, how he went to go get surgery to lose weight, right? And when he did that, he couldn't sustain the weight that he lost because right. he didn't go through the process of losing it and didn't appreciate it as much. As much as a kid, I'm pretty sure you would like that. Like, if you were handed everything that you wanted, he was like, uh, I ain't pay for the shit. I'm going to fuck around with it. Now, right. even as an adult, if you buy something, especially if it's expensive, and you put your hard money for it, you're going to take care of that shit. Yeah. So I think that that's, that that's something that you should definitely think about um, when taking some of these shortcuts in life to get to where you want to go. Trust the trust the process and enjoy the ride. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. Look at us, man. Man, look. All we gotta do is stop cursing, and this could become a Christian motivational podcast. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. We really got the gems for y'all. So thank you guys for listening, man. Um, definitely check out um, CDK and Horatio Pod on TikTok, on um, Instagram, on YouTube. The numbers on YouTube are, are looking fantastic. Um, and you can follow me on all social media at Horatio Radio at CDK on the mic for me and at CDK. And Horatio on IG for the podcast, YouTube, TikTok. We want to make sure that we are growing, excelling. We want to make sure that y'all are, y'all are, y'all are here with us. So let's definitely do it. And it's lit uh, 2024. Definitely. definitely. Check out cdkonthemic.com as well. We appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next week.